You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Presented by Abertron Restoration Products, the Angie App, LL Flooring, Heart Tools, and Schluter. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we hope that you are having an amazing day in your part of the neighborhood. If you are taking on a home improvement project as part of your day, we are here to help you get that done. Are you working on beautifying your backyard, stepping up that outdoor living, thinking about adding some patio lights, maybe picking up a paintbrush, doing a little landscaping, planning a kitchen redo, a bath redo, whatever's on your to-do list, you can slide it over to ours and we'll give you some tips and ideas to help you save some money and get it done right the first time. The number here is one Money Pit. Reach out with your questions or post them to moneypit.com. Coming up, guys, we have a great show for you. You know, it's the summertime. Everybody's planning those vacations now that we can finally go on them again. So everybody's going to be going somewhere, even if it's not that far. But guess who also has figured that out? The people who want to break into your house and take your things. So you have to make sure that your security for your home is on its A game. So think about it. Is there security cameras? Do you know that they're positioned correctly? When you think about it, guys, how many times have you seen a video of a break-in or any other crime for that matter where the video is so bad that it's basically useless? So we're going to walk you through the most common errors to avoid so that your home is fully protected. And also ahead, now, I've been thinking about renovating the kitchen on my house, which, as I've mentioned before in this show, was built in 1886. Now, back then, and knowing that it stood for 130 years, I'm going to assume that at one time, Leslie, it was actually truly level. Today, <laughs> not so much. In fact, I discovered that from one side of my kitchen floor to the other, it drops about an inch and a half. That's a lot. That's a lot. But it's an old house, so we kind of expect that. But since I'm not alone in dealing with an unlevel floor, I figured now's a good time to review my options and perhaps yours if you've got a problem floor that needs to be leveled out. And we're going to talk about how to get that done. Hopefully it's not as bad as mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us know. We want to give you guys a hand. Coming up also, bathroom renovations are one of the most cost-effective improvements that you can make to your home. But did you know that tile walls and the floors alone, the tiles alone, guys, are not waterproof, and they do not waterproof that space. It's what behind the tile that does the job. So we're going to share some tips on how you can make sure your next bathroom reno stays totally leak-proof. So what projects are you guys working on? Reach out with your questions. We'll share tips to help you get that done once, get it done right, so you don't have to do it again. 
And we may even give you some tools to help you tackle those projects as well, because today we have a Hart 20-volt half-inch brushless drill driver to give away worth $94. Hart tools are well-made, they're versatile, and they are available exclusively at Walmart. So give us a call right now. That number again is one eight 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 Money Pit, or post your questions to MoneyPit.com. All right, I love it when home improvement is a family affair. We've got Edwin and his kids on the line calling from New York. What's going on? It's an old post and beam house built in 1875. Going through it, the wife wants an open concept. So, I, you know, put, took out the beam and put it in an LVL because it did have a wall underneath it. Okay. And so my question is on aesthetic. Structurally, I mean, I've always built and I'm, and I'm good structurally. But I was wondering about what is a good height for the windows. I know that it can't be higher than three feet. And then I think I can slide under some of the, the egress under like a grandfather to keep them lower. But I don't know what's uh, desirable, I guess. Are you putting windows in that are larger than what you had originally? Or are you creating new windows? Where are these going? There are going to be new windows in the, in the existing openings, and I'm going to just get them, modern, get them made from modern materials, but copy the ones were there. They were huge, beautiful windows as it was. So you're using the existing opening. I mean, I, I would tend to say you probably don't want to change that. That's definitely going to change the dynamic. It's hard for me to to give you a certain number, a certain height off the floor, because I haven't seen your house. And I think aesthetics definitely is going to play into this. I will say, I, I hear some young voices behind you that if you've got kids, you've got to be concerned about them falling out of windows and making sure you have appropriate no, openable windows. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, still, you know, you make sure you have yeah, window yeah, guards. Yeah, on the second area. floor, I'm moving them up okay, for good. safety. First floor, I'm like, eh, you can't really get hurt. Yeah, and the windows, you know, that are available today in the in the replacement window market are fantastic in terms of their efficiency. You know, there's a lot of great brands out there that are doing this. I would just make sure that the windows you choose are Energy Star rated and be mindful of the fact that on the window itself, there's going to be a sticker that's called the NFRC label. It stands for the National Fenestration Rating Council, and it will tell you the specifications of the glass. By looking at that sticker, you can compare it against other windows and know which window is really efficient compared to another. Because sometimes, you know, all of the salesmanship of the window companies uh, will will make it hard to discern what's the best and most efficient window. But if you follow the stats on the NFRC label, you will be good to go. Yeah, and I know even if you want to put big windows in, even if you get higher efficiency, there's still like a hole in a wall. I mean, the highest R value you can get out of them is like a between a 7 and 10, and that's going triple pane, fiberglass, the whole nine. Which may or may not make sense given your uh, location. You are up in northern New York, so it does get pretty cold up there, so you might want to think about triple pane, but of course that adds to the cost. Like doubles the price of a window. Yep. And I run an insulation company for a living, so I've done my research on the windows. All right, so yeah, no, you know exactly what you're up against, and you know how to make sure that uh, all the cavities around that window are properly sealed. Edwin, I hope that helps you out. Good luck with the project. It sounds exciting. It is. It is. Thank you. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. 
That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Ming in Texas, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? Hi, I have a closet door that uh, it's supposed to, light's supposed to come on when I open the door. I have to jiggle that little button uh, and play with it for a while before I can get the light to come on. And sometimes it arcs. So you're turning this light switch on and you're getting an arc? That's really dangerous. That is an immediate fire hazard. So you need to have an electrician fix that right away. See, these switches can basically deteriorate internally. And if they're sparking like that, that's a big problem. Consider yourself lucky, but that should not be happening and it has to be immediately replaced. Okay. All right? I should not use that door. You should get that switch fixed. It should not be doing that. All right? That's your first thing, your first to do. Okay. Let's prevent a home fire, shall we? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Thank you. Hey, how'd you guys like to win some tools today? We've got an amazing drill driver kit to give away from Hart. It comes with the drill driver, a two amp hour battery, a fast charger, a bit, a belt clip, a storage bag. It's totally brushless. So that means the battery power is going to last a long time and there'll be plenty of power to get those jobs done around your house. It's worth 94 bucks, but right now you find it on sale for 79 bucks. Now, Heart Tools are available exclusively at Walmart, where they offer a complete line of tools and accessories so you can easily tackle any project. Do it with Heart. Learn more at hearttools.com. If you want to win this drill driver, you got to pick up the phone and call us or post your questions right now to one eight 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 Money Pit. Going to one listener drawn at random. Make that you, Glenn in Arkansas. You've got the Money Pit. What's going on? You're having some issues with the contractor. Well, they're saying I've got some water in the crawl space there, mm-hmm. and you know I didn't know who you'd check to see first as far as to make sure the grades okay and things like that. What the mm-hmm. you know rather yeah. than just calling somebody in who likes to sell things to do yeah. something. I just wanted to see maybe uh, what approach you take to it, step one, step two, you know, things like that, or who you use. I'm glad you reached out, Glenn, because there is a lot of folks that uh, will try to sell you expensive solutions when you have water in a crawl space. How was the moisture discovered? Uh, I had some guys under under the house doing the termite inspection. Okay. And is it like ponding water, or is it just like damp? Well, they say it's kind of standing water, but they really don't see it there at the end. And there is, of course, a place, a cutout there in the cinder blocks. Right. If you run any water out there, it would accumulate too much. So it may mm-hmm. not be much of a problem, but I want the right people to inspect it rather than somebody who wants to sell a moisture kind of treatment or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, so here's what I would do. First of all, generally when you get water in a crawl space or in a basement, it causes it's being caused by problems in the drainage. And you mentioned grading, and it's certainly one thing to check. But the more common reason that crawl spaces and basements flood is a problem with the gutters. If the gutters are clogged, if they don't have enough downspouts so they get overwhelmed, or if the downspouts are not extending, and this is really common, if the downspouts, most of the time they'll come out, you know, to a, like a splash block that's maybe a foot or two long. 
But if you have a water issue below grade, you want to put extensions on those so it goes out four or five, six feet, really moves the water away from the house. I find that if you just address the gutters first, that usually cures 90% of the problems. Grading, yeah, grading's going to settle, and in a perfect world, you're going to want to add soil and slope it away from those walls. You want to drop it about six inches over four feet. But if it was me, I would extend my gutters first and make sure that they're operating perfectly. If you go to moneypit.com, there's an article right on the homepage about how to fix a basement that leaks. In that article, all the advice there applies to a crawl space leak as well. Okay? Appreciate your help. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling. Well, now that vacations are in again, and, you know, vacation season definitely is the summer, which is coming up, it's a really good idea that you step up your home's security. So think about it. Does your home security include a security camera? If it does, you have to make sure that they're positioned correctly so that when or if or God forbid something does happen, you want to make sure that that video is useful. How many times in the news have you seen like a video pop up and it's basically useless because it's not capturing the right spot or it's poorly lit? You know, all of those things. Now, here's what you need to think about. First, you want to focus on the vulnerable points of entry. Now, 79% of break-ins happen via either the front door, a first floor window, or the back door. So these are the vulnerable areas and statistically the most likely point of entry for any would-be burglars. Yeah. Now, height matters. So you've got to cover the right angles at the right height. You don't want to put those cameras so low that a burglar can easily reach them or cover them or even vandalize them so it's useless. Now, a good rule of thumb is to install cameras 8 to 10 feet off the ground and angle them for the best coverage. Also, you don't want to place a camera inside your house looking out because if it's behind a glass window and say that gets a lot of direct sunlight, that window is going to create a ton of glare and it could potentially block out that footage completely. You also need to check lighting. Now, unless your cameras have good night vision settings, you want to make sure enough lighting exists so that they can record clearly. If not, then think about adding some additional lighting, perhaps on motion sensors that pair with each camera. And keep in mind that unless your cameras are monitored, most of the time the footage you get is going to be after the crime occurred, right? I mean, we all get these alerts sometimes when our cameras come on, but I mean, with my doorbell camera, it takes so long for that alert to come on. The, whoever was out on the porch is long gone, and I have to rewind it to see what actually happened. Now, there is, however, a system out there now that's very affordable and monitored 24-7 by real security guards. We cover that and more in our guide to security camera positioning, which is on the homepage right now at moneypit.com. So check it out. Think about those options. Think about how you're positioning your cameras that you make sure they're actually doing the job that you intend for them to do. Andrea from Ontario, Canada is on the line with a mold question. How can we help you today? My question would be hi, um, regarding black mold, and it's um, sort of behind my sink, between the sink and the backsplash, there's a little bit of space, and this black mold settles in. There's a lot of moisture, obviously. We're running the water, and it splashes. So um, behind and around the sink, as well as around my tub, I tried bleach. I scrubbed it. We, at one point, uh, took out the caulking and recaulked it, but it came back. So I'm at a kind of a loss what to do with this. Mold is going to grow any place that you have an organic material, which could be drywall, or it could also be, believe it or not, soap scum. 
uh, can have organic matter in it, and that can feed mold. And so you have a condition there that's going to be prevalent to mold regrowth. Even when you clean it, it's going to come back. You're not going to permanently prevent it unless you change the, the environment, the climate uh, that uh, that exists in that particular area. So um, with respect to the tile area, let's deal with that first. When you retiled, when you re-caulked, I'm sorry, you, did you pull all the old caulk out? Pull it all out. Dug it all out. Um, it was actually our contractor who said, keep it, uh, like, very dry, bone dry, he called it. And then uh, once we had it all dried out, then he came back and put a layer of this white material. I'm not, not exactly sure what it was, but he finished it off. Okay, so you're not quite sure where the product is. Here would be the steps. When you pull the old caulk out, you need to spray the joint between the tub and the tile with a bleach solution. That's going to kill any mold spores that are left behind. Then after that's dry, um, one additional step, fill up the tub with water because it makes it heavy and it pulls it down. And then you caulk it. And when you caulk it, you want to use a product that has mildicide in it. Now, DAP, for example, has a caulk that has an additive called microban. And microban will not grow mold. It will prevent it from growing. And so if you use the right product and you take the step of of treating it with a bleach solution first before you apply it, that helps it to last as long as possible. But again, if you don't control humidity conditions, eventually it will come back. As for the sink, the same advice um, applies you not only have to clean it, which takes away the visual, but you have to spray it with a mildicide. And so you could mix, say, a 10 to 20% bleach solution with water and then uh, let it dry. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IAPMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U dot com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. MONEYPIT. And that will help prevent it from coming back. I'll try that. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Harrison, Kansas. You've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? 
Hey, um, I have some uh, tree roots in my yard that are growing close to the surface, and they're exposed to where when I mow, I have to kind of mow over them, mow around them. Right. And just don't know what to do. What, what would be the best way to get the yard back where it needs to be, and what do you guys think? How much do you like that tree? <laughs> you know, I'm not that committed to the tree. I'm not, it's like trying to put toothpaste back in the tube. You know, once it once it grows, you, you can't really cut them back. They're there for a purpose. And so you have to figure out a way to live with it or, or you know, create a bed around it or mulch around it or maybe, you know, have it be less lawn and, and, and more, you know, like a mulched bed or something of that nature. But you even if you add soil over it, it's still going to kind of keep continue to grow up and pop through it. So that's just the nature of the beast when it comes to a, a big, healthy tree like that. Eventually, depending on the type of tree, it'll eventually it'll come out of the ground like that and start to uh, impact your lawn. Put a bed around it, and yeah, maybe a, maybe a nice circular bench around the tree, you know, or something of that nature. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, you can find those. They 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 basically are sold like so that they split in half, and you can put them around the tree and. You know, depending on the diameter of the tree, you want to try to get one that's, uh, you know, that fits right, but it, it could be really an attractive feature. You got to roll with it, you know, figure out a way to make it look like it was always supposed to be there. <laughs> You're waiting all these years for those roots to pop up so that you could put a bench yeah, on the tree. Yeah, I wanted to do that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. There you go. That's the spirit. That sounds great. That's a good idea. I like that. Thank you. All right. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 88 Money Pit. Richard in Florida, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? Yes, hello. I um, have a, a large uh, vent on, on my roof. It's about eight feet long, maybe longer. I can't really tell, and about one foot wide. And during a hurricane, the um, water must have came in because I had my roof checked, and the roof seems to be in good condition. So I'm figuring the water came in through that vent, and my neighbor said to put the pool doodles, these long doodles that float in the pool, into the vents to stop the water from coming in? Noodles, not doodles. <laughs> I know what you mean. Noodles, doodles. I don't know what they call them because I don't yeah. have a pool. I don't know what they use them for. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're things that people float on. But okay, so this is a ridge vent that goes down the peak of the roof? Yes. Yeah. There's a type of ridge vent called a filter vent, and uh, it's made by Air Vent Corporation. And the way a filter vent works is it has sort of a mesh inside of it that, that collects the water and then routes it to a drain channel when water blows in at a hard angle like that. Because this happened during a hurricane, I would expect it's covered by insurance, your homeowner's insurance. Well, it just stained the ceiling. It made a couple of watermarks on the ceiling. Not that bad, but, I mean, uh, you know, we've got a lot of hurricanes down here. So, Well, it may be that you don't have the right type of vent for an area that gets a lot of wind-driven rain. The product's called AirVent, and you can learn more at airvent.com. It's actually a certainteed product, but you'll see... That one of the uh, one of the options there is for filter vent, and you can learn more about how that works. But I think that's going to solve your problem. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Well, I've been planning a kitchen reno for my one hundred thirty year old house, but before that happens, I need to solve a very significant problem, and that is my floors. They are way way out of level. I mean, if you try to install new flooring on a floor that's out of whack. You're going to get gaps or cracks showing pretty quickly. But when it comes to leveling compounds, like in case you don't know what that is, it's like a slurry mix. You mix it up and you pour it over the floor to build up the low spots. 
they've been around for a long time, but they are traditionally somewhat difficult to work with. They take a long time to set. That's going to kind of delay the project. So to get some direction, I reached out to our contacts at LL Flooring, who pointed me to a product called SL Rapid. Now, it's made by Bostic, and it's a self-leveling and rapid setting underlayment. So basically, it's cement-based, and you mix it up, and you pour it across the floor, and it levels automatically. It dries solid. It's smooth. It's level. And this way, you can put your floors down, but instead of waiting a day or two, you can only have to wait four hours. So after four hours, you can basically start working on the flooring. So that means you get back into the spot like a kitchen where it's important because you don't want to delay that too much. You can put it down between an eighth and one inch thick, and it's going to work under most hard surface flooring as well as carpet or even sheet vinyl. So I'm thinking that SL Rapid, Leslie, is the solution to fixing the 130 years of settlement (laughs) that I've been putting off delaying with my kitchen because I didn't have the good solution for this. But now that I do have a solution, I am sure it could handle this uneven floor in my house and probably in yours because your house is not going to be nearly as bad as mine. My house is only 100 years old. so That's what I said. It's much younger. (laughs) It's available at LL Flooring Stores Nationwide or online at LLFlooring.com. The Bostic SL Rapid. Lisa from Delaware is on the line with a chimney question. Lisa, what can we do for you today? I have two chimneys. One is a uh, brick chimney, and the other one was a stucco chimney. I recently had them both repaired. The the brick chimney needed to be uh, repointed, and uh, above the brick chimney, underneath the uh, stainless steel cap, I guess, I don't know if it's cement or mortar, but that was all cracked, and in the winter, uh, the ice would form between the cracks. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I had that repaired. The other chimney that was stucco had a hairline crack in it, and they suggested restuccoing the chimney and uh, stippling it, which is like a popcorn ceiling type of an effect. Right. Mm-hmm. So all that was done. Now uh, they told me, about, wait about six months, and then I should have it sealed to protect it. Now, it's $75 a chimney to get a sealed. So what they're talking about is a masonry sealer, and you probably don't need this. It's not like you need it to protect it. Usually you put sealers on if you're concerned about leaks. But um, if you are going to put a sealer on it, they're silicone-based, and you have to make sure that you use one that's vapor permeable. Some of the older sealers, sealer products out there are not vapor permeable, and that means that moisture gets in, it gets trapped under the surface of the concrete, and then it'll freeze and spall or crack, and that could actually accelerate the deterioration of the, sink, of, the, of, the, um, of the of the chimney itself. So if you use a good quality silicone sealer that's vapor permeable, it can um, slow the absorption of moisture into the chimney, but I'm just not sure you need it. The kinds of things that you're talking about doing, except for the total restuckling in the chimney. I don't know if I would have gone that far just to repair a crack. But the other things that you're talking about are all entirely expected. You know, having to repoint some mortar, having to repair a cracked uh, chimney uh, cap, a concrete cap around the chimney. Those are all normal. I don't necessarily think that putting a sealer on is going to have that much of a major effect of slowing down any further uh, deterioration. I think it's just sort of wear and tear. Okay. And if, so if it's not vapor permeable, it could even harm it. That's correct. Exactly right, Lisa. So I, I should I should ask the mason then if it's, you know, but he could tell me anything. He could say, yeah, it is. Well, it's very easy. Find out what product he's using and go look up the product online and read about it. But you're saying really it's it's probably not worth it. I don't know, it's whole, I don't know that it's totally necessary. Unless the chimneys are leaking, I probably wouldn't do it. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 
Well, owning a money pit is a combination of love and pride and heart stop and fear, but no one knows a money pit better than us. So we are here to help you make smart decisions and create your best home ever. Hey, do you have a project that you'd like to tackle if you only had the right tools? Well, we're going to help out one listener today. We've got an amazing drill driver kit to give away from Heart. Now, the kit comes with a half-inch brushless drill driver, a 20-volt lithium-ion battery, a fast charger, a double-ended bit, a belt clip, and a storage bag. It's got a super great motor. I mean, it's brushless technology, so you're going to get 30% more power, and it's going to perform about 20% faster on those heavy-duty projects. It is a great tool for indoors, outdoors, whatever you are working on. Heart is a fantastic family of products. It's a prize worth 94 bucks, but you can find it actually now on sale for $79 at Walmart, but you could potentially get it for free. You got to be in a twin it, guys. Give us a call. Let us know what you're working on. 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. All right, we've got Jerry in Massachusetts on the line who needs some help cleaning the basement. What can we do for you? Um, I've got some efflorescence on the uh, cement walls in the basement. For years, I, I, when I built the house, I didn't put gutters up. I had overhangs, and uh, then it started developing. Somebody told me, hey, it's because you don't have any gutters. So I put them up right away, and uh, it didn't get any worse, but I'd like to clean that white efflorescence off. And I didn't want to use muriatic acid. No, you don't need that at all. It's really simple. First of all, the uh, the stains that you have, the efflorescence is just lime. It's mineral deposits that are left over when water comes through the wall and evaporates. So what you can simply do is brush that off as much as you can. Uh, you can use a stiff, a stiff like a wall brush for that, and then just use water and white vinegar together. Hot water and white vinegar. Vinegar will melt the salts. Do I have to rinse it down after? Eh, no, only if you don't want your house to smell like a salad. <laughs> well, I'm not that, worried about that, but white vinegar should do it. Yeah, white vinegar does it. It'll melt the salts. It's a really good solution. Oh, I thought that, but I just wanted to check with you guys first. Yeah. You buy it by the gallon, you mix it with some hot water, and just you know brush it down. I'll try that. should work. Thank you very much. All right. Good luck. Well, in the 20 years I spent as a professional home inspector, I inspected thousands of bathrooms, and by far the most expensive problem I found, and with surprising frequency, by the way, was a leaking shower. It's almost always caused by a failure of the shower pan, and to fix it, you pretty much have to tear out the entire shower, the walls, the tiles, and the floor included, so it's really expensive. Yeah, and that's why if you're building a bathroom today, it's really smart to work with a system like Curdy, which is made by Schluter. Now, the Curdy system consists of preformed and totally waterproof building panels for the walls, and they can be matched with 22 different shapes and sizes of preformed trays for the floor. Now, they also have preformed waterproof curbs, benches, niches, pretty much everything you need to design a fantastic bath and shower, as well as drains and specialized components to protect around all of those shower valves and outlets. I mean, you're really creating a tight seal with the system. Yeah, and the nice thing about a system like the schluter Curdy system is that the components are designed to work together because one of the most common causes for shower leaks happens when there are gaps between components like the shower pans and the walls. Water gets behind that, and too often by the time it's discovered, it's caused major damage and even pretty major mold. You know, sometimes people think that the ceramic tile itself or the grout sealer, that's going to make everything waterproof, but it doesn't. That waterproofing has to be properly installed behind the tile for your shower to be completely watertight. Check it out. I mean, it's a really interesting system. You can learn more about the Schluter shower system. Head 
over to schluter.com. Let me spell it out for you. It's S-C-H-L-U-T-E-R.com. Darlene in West Virginia is on the line with a roofing question. How can we help you today? My husband and I are considering putting a metal roof on our home, and I wanted to know, is it best to go ahead and keep the old shingles on the roof? No. You know, if you're going to go through the expense of putting on a metal roof, which is a real investment-grade roofing, it's a roof that could last you 50 to 100 years, you absolutely don't want to put it over old asphalt shingles. There's no point in having them there. And uh, if anything, they could make that metal roof look lumpy. So I would absolutely take it right down to the sheathing and then have the roof installed right from there on up. It's absolutely not worth trying to save a few dollars by leaving that old asphalt there essentially forever. Okay, because I've known some people, they've been told, oh, yeah, it'll, you know, you don't have to worry about throwing them out. You don't have to worry about taking them off and everything. It's just fine. It actually, I've even heard them tell people that it'll add a layer of insulation. Yeah, that's all, that's all crap. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And you quote me on that. Well, I'm glad I called. (laughs) That's just not true. There's nothing about an asphalt shingle that insulates anything. It doesn't trap air. So it just doesn't work. In fact, you know, what it does do is hold a lot of extra heat on that roof. So, Well, and it would build up moisture and, and everything probably. No, but in the summertime, that extra heat will add to your air conditioning costs. So I would just tear that out and forget about it and start from scratch, okay? You'd be better off in the long run. All right. That sounds great. Thank you so much. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Bye-bye. Marietta writes us and she says she's got a driveway full of ruts and holes and she wants to know if resurfacing is an option. You know, resurfacing is great if just the surface is deteriorated, but if the driveway is so weak that it's sagging and cracking and filling up with holes, you have far surpassed the options for resurfacing. And unfortunately, Marietta, it is time to rip out the driveway and completely replace it. Sorry, Marietta, but guess what? You're going to have a beautiful new driveway without ruts and holes. Well, are messy pets creating a decorating dilemma? Are you afraid that pretty much anything you buy is going to be ruined by your well-meaning pooch? Well, Leslie has tips to help you get the best of both worlds in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. And Leslie, you've been a pet owner forever. I had a little hiatus when our 15-year-old blue tick coonhound passed away, mm. but now, now I'm like a, a I'm like a grandpa to pets because my sons yeah. both have dogs. And they both spend a lot of time at our house, especially when they go away. So we got granddogs. Of course. Yeah. And then, you know, it's it's the preemptive sort of babysitting solution to grandkids yeah. that will eventually come down the road. Yeah. They're testing us to see if we can handle the pet. Then, then they'll think about the grandkids. Right? I mean, you did a fairly decent job raising them as humans, but yeah. you know, we got to test you all over again. <laughs> you know, though, it's serious because when you have animals in the house, whether it's a dog, a cat, any kind of pet... They definitely sort of influence some of your purchases or how you maintain the things that you have because they can definitely mess up stuff pretty quickly. (laughs) I don't think they mean to, but if you don't have the right material, for example, on a couch, you know, a cat's claws or a dog's nails, they can just inadvertently grab hold of the fibers in that fabric and then it comes apart. So you have to think carefully about the type of fabrics that you're going to use on your upholstery. If you've already got something that you love, I hate to say it, but you got to look into some sort of protective cover. That cover comes on and off as you need it. You can wash it, you can clean it, whatever you need to 
do. They come in a ton of colors, tons of styles. It doesn't have to be the plastic furniture covers that my grandparents had. I feel like it was an Italian thing. They were like, oh, you got to cover it. <laughs> yeah. So it was clear plastic because you wanted to see it. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, now you can cover it and sort of give that couch a new life or change the whole decor of the room with just simple stretching and tucking. Now, if you're going to redecorate and change things around with the furniture, definitely consider those fabric options. You may even want to, if you're doing like a big renovation or even just a bath reno, think about how you can add a pet washing station into your house. This is when you and your dog head out on a rainy day. You know to come in and wipe your feet, but your dog certainly does not. Your dog wants to sit on your lap and get you all muddy and wet. But if you've got a mud room, this really is the perfect place to install this sort of pet washing station. You can get the dog in sort of a rectangular stall that's just for the pup. Spray hose in there. You can get rid of those muddy feet. It's really fantastic, and it helps so much. I mean, your kids could probably even rinse off in there if they're playing outside and they get yucky. If you want some more tips, check out pet-friendly design and decorating tips for your home at moneypit.com. I remember as a kid, my aunt had her couch covered in the clear vinyl to protect oh, yeah, yeah. it. I don't know if it was from kids or pets, but whenever you sat on that and you had it shorts on. It was from the guests, Tom. Yeah. Well, whenever you <laughs> sat on that, if you had shorts and you went to get up, your legs would like stick and you'd take the vinyl with you. It's, it's funny how the things you remember from back then, you know? Um, and it hurt. And it was it did awful. Hurt. I swear. It was just so you could see what that couch looked like. <laughs> My grandparents were so proud of that couch that you had to see it and not sit on it. But if you did, you were going to stick. Exactly. Hey, coming up next time on The Money Pit, we're going to talk about concrete patios. They might be functional, but they don't look so hot. If you'd like to update the look of your patio, we'll share tips for doing just that without having to break it up or bust it out and replace it on the very next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a money pit.